Got your boy Russell the fourth. Hey everybody, it's me, Brandy. And welcome to another episode recap of the What They Never Told Us podcast. What's going on? <laughs> Back like never left. Another recap to come to Jesus moment. And as you know, when we do the recaps, we got the whole gang in here. Who we got today? So I see Miss Jaleesa Bell, Ashley Sherelle. Um, Chris over on YouTube. Who else did I see? Brittany, Sierra. And if there's anybody else in here who wants a shout out, please let me know. But we're going to go ahead and get right on to it. Juanika is here. Oh, I don't see Juanika. Hey, girl. Sierra. Oh, you already said, I said Sierra. Sierra. Yep. <clears throat> so, yes, y'all know how we do it. If you're here and you have watched the episode, Please give us a hand up. Let us know if you got a chance to listen to it yet. If not, I'm sure if you just stick around, you'll get the gist of uh, what the episode was about. But who has a chance, who who has had a chance to listen already? Good evening, y'all. What up, Juanica? What's going on? I hate that I can't tag anybody anymore. It's really quite. All right, there we go. Um, I listen. Would that count? That does count. Mm. That does count I listened on YouTube And I liked it Which For those of you Who like to listen to us On YouTube Please like the post After you listen Or while you listen Or before you start Cause we can tell That you're watching But we don't see As many likes As views Um Yes, yeah, so let me see who is sounding off in the comments. Um, Juanika says she watched. Thank you. You also shared the YouTube on Facebook. So thank you, you and Ashley, for doing that. Sierra says she hasn't watched yet. Is it because you're not working? Is your routine all off? Because I know you usually play it for the kids. This was a good one um, to have let the kids listen to. Um, Brittany says she listened. Um do your guys see your stuff on? Yes, it is on Spotify. I don't know what, exactly what do you mean by do we see our stuff on Spotify, but um, the podcast is on Spotify. Uh, Sherelle says I got halfway through it. That counts. Um, so we started this conversation off by uh, move the screen. What do you mean move the screen, Chris? Oh, I think he was telling you to get up and do what I asked. Letitia says, this is the first time being able to catch us live. And we're glad you're here. Thank Absolutely. you for being here. 100%. Um, so we started the conversation off by talking about delivering bad news to a friend. Um, and I had the friend that I was talking about follow up with me after the episode. <clears throat> and... Um, pretty much say thank you for talking about it you know she definitely agreed with what I had said and have ended up following the advice that I gave her but she did also identify with Russell's point of view which is like you know as friends it's our jobs to help and to administer advice where we can um but you know, you have to have a, le a level of discernment when it comes to that. The delivery matters. The person that you're talking to definitely matters and how they will receive the information. Um, we both have had that situation go really left. Um, so she was just saying she appreciates us having the conversation here. And for now, she's just going to keep quiet, but she's going to keep an eye out. So. For those of you guys that are on, how would you guys handle that? So uh, for the for those of you guys who were on, um, essentially... The question is, is if 
you see something or if you perceive um, that there might be some foul play going on between your friend and their significant other, um, do you feel like you should say something, right? Um, If you, everything from if you see it yourself, you see proof or all the way down to you just heard something through the grapevine. Do you share that or do you keep that to yourself? I want to know what you guys think. Sound off and let us know uh, how you guys will handle it. My take was I'm a friend. So if I see something myself, absolutely. I'm saying something. If it's, um, if it's just hearsay, like just rumors through the mill, I might be more inclined to keep that to myself and mind my business. But if I know something happened, I'm more like, nah, I'm going to keep you hip. You can get mad at me if you want to, but I ain't going to sit here idle and watch you get done dirty. If you choose to stay with them after that, cool. But I'm going to do my friend duties. Uh, Nurse Margie's on. Hey. Uh, so Sierra said it is because she her routine is set up. She says, I'm sick. But yes, I have all the intentions to have them listen when we return. Chris clarified that he was uh, supporting my request to rest. Um Sherelle says, my friends come to me for advice in general, so I know I'm a trusted source for them. I'd speak up. For sure. Uh, we got a couple people that joined in late. Michael Williams is here. No, that's one one. Uh, Kayleen is here. Mm-hmm. Candice is here. Hey, right hey, there. hey. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's still such a sticky like subject for me. And, and I do. Actually, I do know. I know that it's all about my delivery. Um, I do know that I need to work on that to be able to deliver because when you're delivering bad advice, you don't also want to do it or bad information. Um, you don't also want to do it in a very harsh way or very blunt way. You want to be sensitive to that person. And I'm still working on that skill. Yeah. So I think I, I know that that's my hiccup. Yeah. And I know that um, I was telling the friend that I was speaking to that um, I can clearly tell when God is like, pushing me and giving me the unction to say something. And I get so in my head about how somebody is going to receive it that I don't say what I clearly hear God telling me to say to somebody. Mm. Um, So I got to work on that. y'all. That's my stuff. Um, Ashley says not saying anything. I'm keeping it to myself at this point in my life. Now I'll let the other person know. I know, and they better fess up, but I'm not getting in uh, anyone's relationship business. And Margie's on YouTube. She says, if it was me, I would want someone to tell me if there was supporting evidence like screenshots or or significant proof of the allegations. I don't want to be walking around looking goofy. That part. Because if I find out you knew the whole time, either way, you lost a friend. (laughs) Whether you lose them because you said something and they got mad or whatever, or you lose them because they found out after the fact. Either way, you ain't got a friend no more. (laughs) I'd rather lose a friend because I'm trying to do the right thing versus losing a friend because I failed to do so. Uh, Sierra says, I'm speaking up, but I'm not repeating myself. Uh, it also depends on the friend and the delivery as well. Some just don't care or they know, but are too embarrassed to want to chat about it. Um, Sherelle says, it's all in the delivery, 100%, and I'm not pulling up without receipts. Yep. And also, like, if it's like a, like a cycle, like maybe it's the first time that they, that, like the person... That they're with, caught them doing them dirty or something. But if it's like the fifth time, like if you just in a cycle getting cheated on, if someone else stop saying something, you you gonna stay with them anyway. Like it's just another Wednesday. Like, yeah, I heard something, but whatever. Like you know, you know who you at at this point. Like I'm not gonna keep repeating myself. So if they you, have to be caught to feel like that. What if they just know? Like you've heard, you like they've had conversations with you, so you like you know your person is 
trash. And then you find something else out. You've never said anything to them before, but you can just tell by conversation and the way that they deal with each other that, like, they're not in a good situation. Which you, I, I don't get the scenario. You said, um, like, if, if it's been a repeated cycle and they've stayed with them, then if you know something else, you're not going to tell them. But what if it's just, like, the nature of their relationship? Like, you know their relationship is just trash. That's what right? I'm saying. So why am I going to – y'all going to stay together anyway? Like, if I've come to you five different times with no, receipts – No, you haven't, though. You just see their relationship. Oh. But this is the first time that something has come up. Do you say something? Yeah. You mean, like, they – this is the first time I've ever seen them – Cheat on her? Yeah, but their relationship in general her is just whatever. trash, yeah. I mean, I ain't judging the quality of the relationship. <laughs> I mean, if you doing my friend dirty, I'm going to let her know. Hey, look, yeah, he, you know, she living, up, she living foul over here, bro. <laughs> like, I know y'all got your little toxic thing going on, but it went to new levels. She over here <laughs> cheating on you, bro. <laughs> yeah, bust a move, man. Look at this. Okay, at this. flip scenario. Your friend's cheating. Mm-hmm. Do, you tell they, do you tell their partner? No, my loyalty's to my friend. I'm not like a superhero for justice. No, I'm not saying a superhero for I'm justice. Talking, but I'm talking to my friend. But you don't, you talk to your friend about what they're doing, about their behavior. All the time. I've lost friendships over this. <laughs> I've lost friendships over this. I've had like, like flat out be like, yo, I'll just feel you, but this ain't your business. All right. I'm just saying, you my boy, I love you, but you know you, you know you both. Because I've been in situations where I had to cover for people. Like where I'm a friend and, you know what I'm saying? It's like. Was he over there? Uh, <laughs> now, now you making me move a moral because I got to, you know what I'm saying, be a voice for your deeds. I don't like that. So that's why I really say something because I'm like, yo, do you? But I'm not. I'm not your cover up story. Yeah, like, like you, I'm your best friend now because when you real cool with somebody or not best friend, but just, you know, when you cool with people and y'all, you know, get the double dating and everything mm-hmm. or you get cool with the person. Yeah, like, so now you going to tell him? No. Still, even if you cool with him? I'm not betraying my friend cuz I'm a, like I'm my loyalty's to my friend. So if he's doing wrong, I'm going to talk to them and say, "Hey, yo, you, you know you wrong." Like I'm going to do my best, but I'm not going against my friend. Are and, you still going on double dates? I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> What is this a question about? Yeah, I'm going on double dates. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out. I'm just trying to figure out like where where the intervening lies. So my, it my, only lies if your friend is It's the about one that's the friendship. Being. It's about the relationship. If my relationship is with my friend, if that's my friend, mm-hmm. then my loyalty, my counsel goes to my friend. It's mm-hmm. not like like if my neighbor was getting cheated, I'm not going to be like, hey, look, <laughs> just so you know why you Somebody out your wife over is here doing at two o'clock. Yeah, day. I'm not like a a warrior for I'm not the cheaters show like yeah I know but in that scenario you said that you had got cool with the with the significant other so I was just wondering does that extend now that y'all cool we not cool to the point where she's more of a priority than my my homie nah but I'm gonna say something I'm always gonna say something and I I've lost friendship dynamics over this very same scenario so you know I've always been the 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 I don't know what the word is, but <laughs> goody two shoes, whatever. I, I, I've lost friendships over that. So. I think in that scenario, I do agree that like I would probably be like, "Hey, yo, if you gonna cheat, like you just probably shouldn't be with him." But in both scenarios, I'm minding my own business. Like I'm not gonna tell. I'm not telling the boyfriend like, "Hey, your girl cheating," uh, and that's my friend. Like 
I'm never going to do that. But. So let me ask you this. Say you're getting cheated on mm-hmm. over a long duration of time. You find out that your best friend knew the entire time and just chose not I've to I've had that. And you're okay with that? I mean, was I upset? Yes. But when she told me the reasons why, and it wasn't Shayla because I know everybody knows my best friend, but um, when she told me the reasons why she didn't say nothing, like I understood. What were they I mean, it was basically was it like, you no, know, it's basically like y'all be, y'all been through this a hundred times. And oh yeah. Girl, you big. <laughs> same thing I said. I mean, Girl, she you was saying you. that because it was the first time that I ever had a suspicion that he was cheating on yeah. me, but our relationship was just, you know, it was the pits. Yeah. Yeah. Relationship so was trash anyway. What like, I look like. She was like, you've been dealing with him through this, this and this. So like, I figured you knew. And if you didn't know, I wasn't going to, you know, come to you and tell you and you decide to stay with him. And then I'm looking crazy because I done got in the middle of y'all relationship. So I didn't say nothing. Mm. And I, you know, I was upset at first, but she didn't do anything wrong to me, in my opinion. Like he did something wrong and he put her in a compromising situation to have to make a choice whether to, you know, break your best friend heart or just sit back and let the situation play out. And she chose to let the situation play out. And I, I, once I got over my low feelings, I wouldn't. I couldn't be mad at her for that. We need to do a whole episode about the um, the toxic cycle relationships, because you know how the person like will be like the person will get cheated on, and they tell the family, they tell their friend and circle, then they get right back, then they back <laughs> with him, and they get mad when he come to Thanksgiving. Everybody looking at him like I done hated a lot of people, men and women, because somebody that came to me and just like I've been the person that they run to and just complain yeah. about, and then have to sit up in their face like this man it's like yo if you gonna stay with him just keep it to yourself right like don't tell me i i've told friends that like don't tell me nothing else if you're not gonna leave him alone don't come tell me nothing else. absolutely because you because i can try to come over your house and have peace and i just want to fight him that part you want me to sit up here and break bread with this yo absolutely um kid says i used to speak up but once i was accused of being jealous and that was it for me you can look stupid if you want to by yourself Ashley says yes I've told before I'll tell the first time but after that no more I'm minding my business can I say something so Mm -hmm. Sherelle responded to Sierra's comment about when she said I'm speaking up Sherelle says I agree I'm not repeating myself and don't come crying to me about the same issue with your man but you're not leaving laugh out loud waste (laughs) your time don't waste mine that part (laughs) Jay says it all depends on our level of friendship if we A once is day one I'm telling if we just cooling it now and again it ain't my business. Sherelle says I lost a whole friend because I told her she was wrong. Sierra says exactly. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna tax my time at that point. Cry on your mama's shoulder afterwards <laughs> because we can't chat about the relationship no more. Brittany says no. I stay in my lane. Chris says woo. Definitely telling my friend they wrong, but can't go tell their partner. But also let them know they can't. Do unfaithful stuff around me, not for that energy. Um, Jay says, although fair exchange ain't no robbery, I I keep your secret and you get to live yours at the cost of a nice pair of Jays. <laughs> <laughs> Charging. 
<laughs> Sierra says, nah, I'm not entertaining foul play, period. Keep that energy elsewhere. I respect myself too much, and I can't hide my face enough to fake the funk. Laugh out loud. I seriously could not. If, now, that's one thing. If I knew my friend was cheating, don't put me in a situation to, like, one, have to lie for you because I'm not going to. Yeah. I don't remember stuff very well, and you tell me a lie, and then six months later, I got to try to recall that same lie. Nah. It's not going to happen. You're going to get caught. Don't, be, inv- don't involve me. I'd be doing that. No. Well, I not anymore, <laughs> but in the past, man, man, I remember juggling lies. Would you say he was at a get? Uh, <laughs> he still ain't called you yet. He'll be back any moment now. Would you say he was at? Uh, well, he was at work. Well, you said he was. Well, that's what I meant. That's what he was at before. Please, no. Then, no, <laughs> got me over here sweating. <laughs> Just call him. I don't got nothing to do with this. Like, no. See, have you seen those TikTok trends where um, the the husband and wife or whoever are together? And she was like, don't call. I'm going to just say the girl's part. She was like, don't say nothing. And she called his friend and be like, hey, have you seen Russell? He he ain't been home. You know, oh, we here right and, now. And then the friend like, oh, yeah, he in the bathroom or he on the couch sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> just to see if they were live for him. Yo, bro code goes I, deep. That's not going to be. I'm like, nope, I ain't seen her. Bro, I don't know where she at. Broco get deep. Broco get so real deep. So to all my friends on here, do not use Brandy as an alibi because I'm going to tell the truth because I can't be getting caught at. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, you know what? She probably lying because if she dead. said she was with me, she not here. I'm dead. <laughs> she probably trying to surprise you. <laughs> you stupid. We got a bunch of people in the comments. New Amisha's here. What's going on, hey, Amisha? Ray Nisha is here. Hey. What's going on? Uh, Aaron's here as well. What hey, up, Aaron. sis? Uh, Sierra says I had to cut a childhood friend because they were the side chick and tried to cry on my shoulder about it. Bye. I want to be married too much to have kept quiet. Yeah, I can't keep a secret. Amisha said, and that's why you just sit back and mind your business. Always. <laughs> Jay says, nah, y'all got a vent, but be knowing y'all sick. Y'all, y'all still going to stick beside him. Yeah, absolutely. I just be, uh, Courtney said, I just be like, bruh, your ish. Shaking my head, just a scumbag, but you my bro. <laughs> Jay says, I'm reclaiming my time. Now run me my 12. <laughs> That's funny. Now, I'm not charging nobody for a lie. I'm just not. I, I can't do it. I can't lie for you. That part. So the, the conversation on the episode kind of shifted into, okay, if that's how you would handle seeing relationship issues, how do you handle when you just see issues with your friend? Right. So I know some people are on the like mind your business energy. What about when it comes to just their well-being in general? Right. Like not relationship stuff, but just how they live in their life. Anything like you see your friend who's usually a gym rat. They always really concerned about their physical fitness. And then next thing you know, you see them gaining 40 pounds over the next couple of months. You are you the one who says some or you minding your business or maybe they were um, a social drinker. And then next thing you know, it seems like they're drinking more. They're drunk all the time. When you talk to them, are you the type of friend? Are you sounding off? Are you like, nah, I'm going to just mind my business. That's so hard. It's so hard. Um, this is the exact scenario that I talk about where I'm like, I feel a, a nudge and an unction to speak when something feels off with people around me. But I'm just like, I know this person can't receive that. Yeah. And so I tend to shut my mouth. Now, if somebody comes to me for advice, I'm I'm open. I'm like, yes, this is what I think. This is what I feel. I'm praying about you. I, all that. 
But just unsolicited, it's really hard for me. It's super hard for me. Yeah. I think I'm the opposite in the worst way. Like I've had. <laughs> Let me tell you about yourself. Come I've here. had friends. I've had loved ones who have struggled with drinking issues mm-hmm. and their voice that they want to stop. So if they was around me and they was drinking, they would sneak it. Right. So I, if I saw them, I'm grabbing a drink. I'm pouring it out. Mm. And they like, hey, Nick, what you? <laughs> but I like, I'm just bold like that. Like, and you, you, I think that's one of the things you know about me early on. Like, why do you care? Yes. But the people, it's not a big list. Mm-hmm. But if you find yourself in like the people who I feel I love, I feel like a responsibility for them. So sometimes my own detriment, but to the opposite, I'm the friend that you'd be like, yo. Mind your business. I'm going to fight you. This is my life. <laughs> no, stop drinking. It's hurting you. Like, <laughs> Even like little stuff. Like I just, I don't know why I'm just. Now, again, if you're close up on me, I might be more apt. But if it's serious, like um, maybe I think my friend has a problem with alcohol or yeah. drugs or something like that. Like if I if it's like that borderline where it hasn't started to ruin your life, but I could see that it's getting bad and it feels like you need some level of intervention. Yeah. I struggle with just jumping out there and be like, Hey, yo, I know that you're drinking. Like I'll try to ask questions about it, you know, to try to get that person to lead them there. But I just don't normally come out and confront people about the way they live their lives. That's real. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's it's a hard line to cross because sometimes it comes off. It could come off real judgy. Yes. Like, why are you judging me? Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it's it's a difficult line to tread. Yeah. Uh, we got some comments. Yeah. Sherelle says, "I am the mom of my friend groups." Me laugh too. out loud. So it's not abnormal for me to speak up. I tell the truth and I ask questions to make sure they're aware. It's out of love. Uh, hold on, we gotta. Um YouTube, Chris says, offer observations and not advice and tr- and also try to be empathetic and supportive. Easier said than done. That's usually the goal. Absolutely. Courtney says, with my bros, we got to talk. What's going on, bro? Absolutely. Jay says, you got to do them wellness checks because you don't want to come off too hard and push them over the edge. Just, hey, yo, bro, what's going on with you? You need to talk. I'm here and let them know you love them and care about them. Even try to encourage them to get back into the things they enjoyed. Maybe go with them. You got to provide a safe space for them to talk to you and tell you what's going on. I'm all about that. That's my bag right there. Hey, you want to talk? What's going on? You need to go out to eat. Let me feed you. Come on my house. You know, those that's that's me. Yeah. But just initiating the conversation like I see something I Mm, I want to be able to do it. I really do. Yeah. But I just feel like I would probably hurt somebody's feelings. And I mean, I, I think that's good. Like you got to know your communication style. You got to know the people that you're talking to and be able to say like, you know what? I don't know if they'll receive this well. So I'm not going to say something just because I feel like it needs to be said. If I right. can't say it and it's received, then there's no point. But on the flip side of that, I'm also the person that if something were to happen to them, I completely blame myself. Yeah. Now I feel like that's a yeah, that's a big gap. And certain things warrant a certain level of emergent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if we talking about drugs, if you feel like this, like at that point, it, skip the delivery. Yeah. Now I'm just accountable. Like okay, I gotta say something to you. It's drinking. Somebody you love 
showed up to your house stone cold drunk. How'd you get here? I drove. Yeah. Next morning when they sober up, hey, mm-hmm. I need to talk to you because mm-hmm. it's bigger than yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just love, you know. Um, Brittany says if they're close enough, I speak up because I care. But if they obviously don't want the advice, I let it go. Uh, Misha says it's a way to say certain things without being judging. Judging, I personally try to make sure to use the right words at the right time. Uh, Stacy Kersky says I made it, so hey, welcome. Um, Nurse Margie is on YouTube. She says I had a best friend from high school who was a social drinker. She started. Oh my. Uh, my things are skipping. Hold on. She started hanging out with a different crowd and eventually started hitting the bar every night and doing drugs like acid, a heavy stoner. I mentioned it to her, but she would just brush it off. We eventually went our separate ways. It feels like I lost my sister. Mm. Mind you, this is happening right now. We've been graduated college, but her mindset is still back there. Wow. Uh, Candice replied to one of the comments about being the mom of the friend group. She said, I'm the same way so much that they stopped inviting me out. (laughs) (laughs) Sherelle said, oh, no. (laughs) I think back to Margie's comment, that's really hard when you have to sever ties with a friend because you feel like you're trying to do what's best for them. But they can't receive that. And I think that that's my worst fear. I can live with that, though. Like, that's one of the things that I don't feel ways about. Don't get me wrong. I mourn relationships, but ultimately, I feel like I'm more responsible for being true to how God created me over pacifying your behavior, right? Like, the reason why you keep coming to me is the same reason why I'm compelled to say something. Yeah. Especially for the people who are like, I'm the mom of the group or I'm the person that everybody comes to. There's a reason why they come to you because your voice means something. So when we're silent in the times when we need to say something the most, like there's a reason why we got to like that, that responsibility, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like you can't sleep on it. Now, there's a way to do it. Yeah. I completely agree with that. I ad- I identify <clears throat> with the people who say that they're the mom of the group. And I think that that's a good thing because people do feel comfortable coming to you. But it's you, uh, for me, it's usually when people want to hear what they want to hear, right? It's not when you have to deliver the hard advice or tell them they shouldn't be doing that. That's why they stop inviting you out because they don't want to hear you. That's why they don't come to you with the really tough stuff because they don't want anybody to tell them what they know they need to hear. And so that's where I think I've started to get that roadblock up where I'm just like, okay, well, I'm just not going to say nothing because they don't want to hear it anyways. But I do got to get better at that. I, I fully admit that. Yeah. I need I need people around me who are bluntly, bluntly um, honest with me. I had a homie um, who <laughs> it was in a music circle. We were in a music circle together. And anyone who knows that circle or that life, the studio life, like there's always somebody smoking. There's always somebody drinking. Mm-hmm. It's always girls flowing in and out of the studio. And I remember I was always a disciplined one. Right. Like they knew me. I, mm-hmm. I go, I do my record. They're like, you want to hang out? And no, I'm good. I'm going. <laughs> and it started changing when my uh, marriage started um, going through issues. Right. I didn't want to go home. So I was more like, I'm going to hang out. Y'all not hanging out? 
No, they were. <laughs> they were. And I was trying to stick around. And I remember, um, man, I thank God for these dudes, man. I promise you I do. At the time, I was so frustrated. But when I look back on it, like, it was nothing but God. But they would literally, like, they were like, yo, what you doing? And I'm hanging. No, you're not. And then even when I would persist, I would stay around. They wouldn't do nothing. They would literally wait for me to leave. You know what I'm saying? I remember they had these girls who were in the studio. And there was like a pool behind this one studio we used to hang out at in Detroit. And they were like, we finna get in the pool. And I was like, oh, I bet. They was like, nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. Go home. They literally made me feel like such a lame. Like, bro, you messing up the vibe, bro. Just go, bro. What? <laughs> like... Like chill, like y'all woo y'all. But though, when I think about it, though, the ones who like really kept it a bean with me, like they knew I didn't belong there, and they wouldn't let me do that. Same thing, even when I used to come bragging about them, when I was like do stuff on my own, mm-hmm. bro. Even when, like when I got separated out of my marriage and I was out here doing the fool, I come like, man, guess what, bro? You know, old man, tell me why I did. That. I'm thinking they about to be like, what? Her? You did what? They was like. Nah, bro, that ain't it. This ain't you, Russ. <laughs> this ain't you, fam. Like, them the friends I need. I respect it. Those are friends that everybody needs, though, for real. It's just that everybody also needs to be able to receive that friend. That part. And I don't think everybody can. Sherelle says, I'm a firm believer that I've been through a lot so that I can relate to others easily. Initiating the convo usually starts with me talking about my own struggles with something similar, depression, stress, money issues, family issues, heartbreak. There were some ones I saw before that. Did you read Amisha's? Uh, it's a way to say certain yes. things without being judged. Yes. I personally try to make sure I use it. Yes. Yep. Candace is perfectly fine now because I'm past the club phase. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. Jay says, in the same sense, though, you can't keep pouring into a cup with holes in it and be wondering why you're so drained. The energy can transfer on you. And if you aren't spiritually equipped to handle it, it can mess you up. It's Newton's law of physics. Let them know they're loved and valued here and continue to actually pray for them and check on them. They have to want more, want it more than you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that that comment is really on time because it's really on par with kind of like how the conversation shifted on the episode. I had a homie randomly hit me up um, over the weekend and he was like, um, bro, like, do you think you have to have like a come to Jesus moment? Like before you, you know what I mean? Try to like elevate spiritually, like before you try to like get closer to God, do you have to have like a moment? I come to Jesus moment. I was like, well, what does that mean to you? Like, how do you define that? And it was a really dope conversation, but it was on time because me and Brandy have this like note, this folder where we have like possible topics we could talk about that we share. And season two, before season two, um, Brandy here wrote on there about come to Jesus moment. And I was like, uh, I don't know. We are a relationship podcast. You know, I don't know. Um, but it stayed there. We didn't take it off the table. It just kind of stayed there. But it felt really opportune. So the conversation just naturally kind of like shifted into that. Coming off of talking about like, would you say something if your friend's going through something? Um, and it shifted into like, okay, what about when your friend is going through things in a spiritual sense, right? Like mm-hmm. where you see them slipping. Um, how do you handle those scenarios, right? And conversation went in a really dope way um where we kind of shared our personal journey um our walk with god how we got to the point that we're at 
So dope episode, dope conversation. Yeah. Um, uh, ooh, I finally got my dream to do a segue for y'all. <laughs> that was from Jay. <laughs> that was a good segue. It was really good because um, like when you say somebody has to actually want it and we talk about having that come to Jesus moment um, and it's so different for everybody and it's hard to say when that is and how that's going to work. But um, I think when a person's in it, they really know and the person that you talk to calling and asking like, is this it? Or is this my moment? You know, yeah. cause I'm feeling these things. I think that's an opportune time to really pour into somebody. Um, I don't shy away from sharing what I went through and how I was really raised and how um, it's, it's really different from how I live my life right now. Um, but I know that when I'm when I'm talking to people and sharing that part of them, that recognition of, hey, this is where I'm at, too. And then it gives you that opportunity to just like really go for it. So um, Sherelle had made the comment of like, I think it was Sherelle. Sorry if it wasn't um, being going through things and being able to recognize that and speak to that. That's such a powerful part of our testimony and why we go through the things that we go through right so we can recognize that in somebody else and speak to that specific thing and help somebody get over and find christ it's that's just amazing and yeah yeah that's why i live i love that (laughs) i want to know how many of you guys think that there is a correlation between how well somebody is doing spiritually and how well your relationship functions Like, is it important for the person that you're with to be in a good place spiritually for the relationship to do well? I want to know what you guys think about that. I think it goes to a thing about being (laughs) equally yoked. Yeah. Well, because I've seen relationships. So go well is like relative, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I don't, I have not seen, I'm spiritually well. I have whatever my spiritual belief is and I'm walking that path and my person either doesn't believe that doesn't want that and see that go well. It's either both people are not in that place and grandma and grandpa, right? Like, yeah, no, they relationship didn't go well. Really? Yeah. My grandpa got a whole baby somewhere else and my grandma was there because that's what you're supposed to do. I I don't think I knew that. In my mind, I always hear these stories about him waking up every morning, making her coffee. It was a routine. And then he would leave the house and go with other women. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Didn't know. Wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, when people tell the story, obviously they're not telling, you know. For sure. You get the highlights. Yeah. But there was, they they were married. Yeah. And I think they had normal everybody marriage issues, but mm-hmm. my grandpa was not a good husband and my grandma stayed because that's what you did. That's what you do. That, that makes sense. Yeah. For sure. Like I remember, this is just so random, but I remember my grandma coming home and was like, where, where was you? I was probably like five or six. Where were you? And I was like, I was like grandpa's sister house. She was like, baby, your grandpa ain't got no sister. I said, yes, he do. She said that with their sister. When they, when we said goodbye, they kissed. And she was like, oh, really? Oh, you was stitching. <laughs> I was a kid. Brought the grandbaby over there? I was a kid. He brought you there? Oh, that's she was bold. like, oh, really? I said, like, yeah. Oh, Lord Almighty. I'm about to just look at my phone. 
That's heavy. Uh, Candy Clark says, same with my grandfather. Wow. Yeah, like, I think that's just what they did. Was he, he was a provider. Yeah. He took care of his kids. But in terms of but, just yeah. in the husband-wife situation. Yeah. Okay, I got you. And anything she tried to do for the church, he was completely against it. Like, she she did the shopping yeah. for the church, like, the, for the kitchen. Why are you always doing that? Why you got to get his, like, it was just a constant battle yeah. in that realm. And he always spoke against you know, her going to church or him being buried in a church or anything like that. He was like, I was never going to church. I don't know if he's ever been to a church. Yeah. Like before he died, I don't think he had ever, maybe like when he was a kid or something, but But in his adult life. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. (laughs) So yeah, no, that, that wasn't a good example. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I just, I just didn't know all that. So I was like, Oh wow. But that lends to the question, right? Like, at first, when I had hesitation about doing this topic, I was like, I just don't see the correlation between this God and doing a relationship podcast. Really? I mean, I know what God means to relationships, but I'm just talking about from a talking point standpoint. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, our personal journeys, at that time, I just didn't see how it connected. But um, I'm glad that we did do it and I'm glad um that I had the revelation of how it's so connected. Yeah, I I think our personal journeys are so intertwined with like our quote unquote love story because it's a it's a complete switch of roles in what well, was a complete yeah. switch of roles in that area. And then like <clears throat> who knows how God works and the things he could have connected back and forth. But like had not we been introduced don't know where you would be right now, yeah. like what state that you would be in. And then I think that the ways that you push me and help me grow, you know, who knows? I think it's, it's so intertwined. It is. It is like, I don't, I really, it's crazy. Our relationship is so connected with um, my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Like when I think about, where I'm at, I've never been more close to God than I have my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I've been in church since I can remember, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But that personal relationship didn't develop until 2020. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. not just going to church and, you know, singing Christian songs or whatever it is. Like, it's just an intimate relationship. Like I know him for myself. Yeah. Not cause someone just spoon feeding me, you ain't supposed to do this. You ain't supposed to do that. <laughs> or if you in church, you ain't can't wear this. Can't wear, like it was a legitimate relationship with him where I'm guided by convictions, like those pushes and nudges. Like, okay, I can feel that this ain't what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I never had that before. You know what I'm saying? So we got Adrian in the building. She says she's a little late, but she's here. And nurse Margie uh, is on YouTube and says, it's so true what Brandy said, how you have to be able to receive that type of, the type of blunt person. So many people act like they can take it, but they can't. LOL. I'm pretty blunt. I don't know how else to give advice. Uh, Candace says, same with my grandfather. Oh, you said that already. Mm. Chris says, spiritual health and relation relational health are interrelated. Both impact the other among other aspects of each person, physical health, mental health, financial health, etc. 
Uh, Jay says, mine too. My grandpa had a kid that looked exactly like him. He couldn't deny that baby if he wanted to. Uh, Kaylin says, coming in late, but been putting so many people onto this podcast lately. That last one was so good. Thank you, Thank you so much. Uh, Merger says, these are facts. Wish I knew this when I was younger. And then Charity is in. Hey, Charity. What up, so I want to know something. Keep it a bean with me, okay? No judgment here. <laughs> judgment free zone. Also no cap zone. So keep it a bean. When you start relationships or in your relationships, how much is your spiritual journey a part of the relationship? You know what I mean? So like when you're starting a relationship for the singles on here or even in your current relationship if you're not single, how much is your spiritual part a part of your relationship? I'm going to speak for myself. Even though I've been in church my whole life, this was the first relationship where I've ever been pushed to like incorporate my spiritual growth with the person I'm trying to build a relationship with, right? Like I'm never tried to like had a girl come over and we reading the Bible like that. It was the <laughs> furthest thing from my mind of what I was trying to do, right? Um, it's always a new experience for me. You know what I mean? Like she was coming over, we were watching like worship session. Math, Math City used to go up on YouTube at your house. This is the weirdest. Thing. This is gonna sound mad weird. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times that we would just be sitting listening to God's music and then just bust out crying together flat out worshiping together in living rooms you know what i'm saying like it would be we were really we were heavy on this map city kick so both of us would be on youtube like separate from each other mm -hmm. and then be like hey did you hear that new song when we got together you hear that new song no i haven't heard it yet put it on youtube then that song goes Ooh. into 17 other songs with everybody and we're like oh god it's so good <laughs> It seems it's weird to talk about, but it's, it's funny in retrospect. It's funny in retrospect, but like it was the it was a new experience for me. Absolutely. So curiosity wise, I want to know from you guys how much of how much of you us put emphasis on that in a relationship. Yeah, I never put emphasis on that on that in a relationship. Stacy says, in my personal opinion, and what I've been through, my lack in being spiritual and one with God played a huge part in my relationship because mm. it caused insecurities. And jealousy. But if I was right with God and spiritually connected, I think my relationship would have played out differently. So I definitely say it's a big part. Sherelle says, in my isolation growth phase right now, I'm actually not sure yet. I don't know if the Lord trusts me with an entire man of God yet. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> That's honest. I I'm here for it. Hey, what up, Ash? Hey, Ash. Uh, Jay says, yo, big fats, no cap, my guy. It's pretty much been the same for me. I've never been with someone who wanted to embark on this journey with me to the fact that when it did happen, it felt so awkward with me. That part. Um, same, right? Like, <laughs> in this, sharing that part, like, beyond music, like, actually, like, praying together, um, stuff like I felt so awkward praying in front of Russell. One of the things that we incorporated when we got married was like, before we go to bed, we take turns praying together. I was good praying for him separately. Like I'd be going through to the throne when he wasn't there, just like laid out. But when he got there, I would like freeze up because there was an insecurity in me that like, 
I still wasn't good enough or I might sound weird. And that's something that I had to get over. And I think that in when it comes to studying separately um, and studying together, like he's a minister and not only is he a minister, but like he has this, I don't know, this way about when he preaches, um, it's like something that you've never seen before. So not having that background and not, I'm definitely not comfortable like giving a word in front of anybody. Like I've had to do it. And it's like the pits It's like the worst. I get knots in my stomach. I feel like I'm going to throw up all that stuff. So like when I didn't get up and kill it, when I get a revelation or something, I'm like, I feel sometimes I feel intimidated coming to him and giving what I feel. So like I start to stumble over my words. And so having us on this journey together, we're still trying to find ways to like incorporate the together part of it. I think separate, we're strong. And I don't know what his, like if he has any hangups about doing it with me, but for me, I feel like um, if I say, if I get this revelation, he's going to be like, duh, of course I knew that everybody knows that, you know, <laughs> what? <laughs> this, that's crazy. This is the first time I've ever heard this y'all. So that's what I'm sitting there like, what are you saying? Yeah. Like it feels, it does. If it's intimidating, if, when you're on a journey together, but you feel like you're maybe lacking behind mm. your partner, like maybe your partner is, you know, I don't know, just well versed in the Bible and knowledge of God and things like that. But it's you're crazy. still trying to learn. Yeah. Right. You could feel it could create an insecurity. For me, it's not necessarily an insecurity, mm. but it does create a hesitation when I'm like, oh, that's so good. Write it down and don't say nothing to him because he's going to be like, no, did you know that this, this and this, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like it, to that point. Right. Like. Aside from Sunday morning. Or whenever you do corporate worship, which is usually one time a week. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, your relationship with God is a solo venture. It's just you and him Mm -hmm. throughout your entire life. Like your connection to your spiritual self, to God is always a solo venture. It should be. It should be. (laughs) should be. So when you bring someone else in, now it's not just you and God, right? Like now it's me talking to God about not just what's on my mind, but the things that I'm concerned about. What mm-hmm. am I worried about? Like mm-hmm. it's an intimate space. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's crazy hearing you talk about it because I remember when the be praying with you was like probably one of the first times I prayed in a long time back mm-hmm. when I first came back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't know if you remember, my prayers were really like, yo God, like, <laughs> thank you Lord for this day. <laughs> yo, like I really, you know what I'm saying? I thank you for the day. Like it's, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I did I had come out the wilderness and I really I felt uncomfortable talking it. to God. Mm-hmm. Cause I ain't did it so long. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm being honest with you, it was this guilt of, oh now you wanna talk to me now that this girl around. <laughs> oh, oh, you saved now? <laughs> you love me now? Okay. All right. Like I don't know if that's what he felt, but in my head I'm like, oh. No, God. that's not what he felt. Oh God. <laughs> he was I, like, Welcome back, it's son. Be, it's been a minute. Hey yo, God. <laughs> Remember me, me. <laughs> like, but even now, like, like it's crazy to me. Most people that I know who are at your point of faith are people who grew up in church. Like, that's the only point of reference I've had. Mm-hmm. So for knowing you who just were going through something, like, you know what? Like, I've tried everything else. Everything else ain't working. I'm going to God. And like the way you rattle off scriptures and 
like I remember you were sending me these notes about like these breakdowns of these terms that are used in the Bible, like El Shaddai, Elohim. I'm like, oh, this is like a scholar. Who is this person I'm talking to? Like, you know what I mean? It's crazy that you feel intimidated talking to me because if I'm being honest, there's times where I feel intimidated talking to you where like I might have a thought. I'm like, I ain't going to say nothing. I'm just going to, it'll sound better if I preach it. Like, Cause if I try to tell it to you, I'm going to sound stupid. It's going to discourage me and I ain't going to say it. You know what I mean? I ain't nothing but the devil. You see that? <laughs> Got a lot of comments here. Uh, Charity says, I definitely have a connection to something bigger than me, and so does my boyfriend, so it's not so much an organized religion. Okay. Kaylin says, uh, I feel like that has always been a problem for me, being able to balance the two, but now it's getting to a point that I can't fight it. It's like for some reason when I'm working my hardest on myself and building with God is when a relationship finds me and distracts me. Mm -hmm. That's so good. That's, that's good. So good. You got to put a pin in that. We got to yeah. come back to that because that's good. Uh, Candace says, it's very important to have that in your relationship, but oftentimes we get so caught up in the personal and forget the spiritual aspect of it. Get mm. caught up in the person and forget the spiritual aspect of it. Uh, Nurse Marie says, being single, when I find my special one, he's going to know firsthand that spirit, spirituality and the love I have for Yah comes before us. I I'm not saying he has to be super, super spiritual, but he has to have some type of spiritual awareness. That part. Um, <laughs> uh, Sierra and Sherelle, over these last two episodes, they're going to really, be best friends. They, I think it's already happened <laughs> because uh, Sherelle, when she said, I'm in my isolation phase, when she was saying, God, don't trust, she don't think God trusts with a man of yeah. God yet. Uh, Sierra says, I freaking love you <laughs> with a bunch of laugh emojis. And Adrain said, uh, Same, sis, same. <laughs> Shayla's here. What's going on, hey, Shayla? Hey, Shay. That's okay, girl. Get your strength. Got to start that new job, getting that new money. She got to get her energy right. <laughs> um, uh, I think you know. Okay. Sherelle, a relationship with God feels so intimate and so personal. I'm not sure I want to share my private time with my Jesus. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me, but it is. Uh, oh, okay. She said, wait, if I wrote it here twice, she can't see her own comments. Okay. That's why I was like, you just wrote that. Um, Jay says, so how do you get over this intimidation? Do you guys have any words of advice for those oh. who were in the church or share a similar story of being a preacher and are in the dating phase on how they can build a strong faith together in a relationship? We, I want to answer that. Yes. But Caitlin's spitting right now. There was a comment before Jay's. Oh, okay. I wanna, so, so when we go back to Caitlin's comment, we got the full thing. She said, for me, it seems like when I am working on myself and my relationship with God, the most is, oh, no. I, we already read that. Yeah. She just wrote it. She put it twice. Uh -huh. That's when you just said that? Yes, I, it is. Yeah, All my right. bad. So mm -hmm. back to Jay's question. <laughs> <laughs> just wasted a whole three minutes of the pie. My bad, y'all. Um, so obviously, we're still in the throes of that, right? Like, So we've built certain habits, again, like praying together. Like, no matter what... We have to do it. Like there are nights where we're both still dog tired, but we know that like this has to happen. We have to pray together. Um, we both have our own study times. And I think within the last couple of months, we've really been heavy on And this. I don't even know if this was intentional or not, but maybe God is just pushing us in that direction where as soon as we finish, we're like, Oh, this, this is, is what I, what I this is right what here. I studied. This is what we talked about. Like, have you thought about we also the Bible app is awesome. I was just about to say it is so yeah. good. So, and yeah. go ahead. So when we got into the Bible app, right, 
we found mutual things that we wanted to grow and more knowledge about. And we just typed it in the Bible app and it literally gave us devotionals that we can do together. So when we were talking about marriage, we went to marriage devotionals. We went to building healthy relationship devotionals. Uh, when we wanted to learn more about spiritual, um, warfare. spiritual warfare, like fighting in the spirit, like we found devotionals about that and we did it together. We would read a page or a paragraph, um, go through the whole thing then we would have talks about it, discussions about it. What did it mean to you? What part resonated with you? Um, it's such a great tool. It is such a great yeah. tool. The Bible app. In the like app, you yeah. can invite your person and it sends it right to their phone. They accept yeah. the invitation and y'all can see each other's history and how it goes through. So the Bible app was like, first thing that we did to like yeah. really introduce um, and we don't do it as consistently anymore because we have both other methods, but that's a tool that we'll always keep in our toolbox is yeah. just doing those daily devotionals in there. Um, we were dating. We were doing that. Yeah. We worship together. And before we got married, I did not want to go to Russell's church. Just period point blank. Not because there was anything wrong with that church. It's just I didn't want to leave my church. And I really thought for a time that we could manage. I go here. You go here. And at some point, even when we're married, just like we'll have to figure it out. But I'm not ready to leave. Um, I now know that that just for married people, that don't work. Um even though I miss a lot of stuff about my church, I know that it's important for us to worship together, to be hearing the same message at the same time, to be talking about it, to fellowship together with other people. So I will also recommend that. I think in the dating phase, that's super hard to try to get somebody to convince them. But when we were dating, like he would come to my church sometimes, I would go to his church sometimes, just so we got the feeling of what it feels like to be together in that environment. And at my church, when I was falling out and knocking over stuff and <laughs> screaming and hollering down the aisles, like he got to see that part of me, which in no other setting he would have gotten to see um, had he not been there with me in that. That part. I remember the first time. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, Oh, this is real. Oh, your shoes off. She's okay. A, she's a little radical. You gonna, but you gonna walk in circles? Right. I wanted to be able to be like, it don't take all that. No, baby, you take all that and then so <laughs> I'm trying to touch the hem, okay? The hem of his <laughs> garment. I'm cracking up. Um Sherelle said, Lord knows I don't know how to act. There's a reason he's isolating me. <laughs> uh oh. Russ, um, Russ had them rough, rough rider prayers. Like yeah, for they real, did. they was they was so struggle bus <laughs> in the beginning. I ain't gonna hold you up. I know there's no and listen, and I want to get away from that because there's no right way to pray. Like it's, it's just not. just talk to him, and I think that's what you had to get out of. It's like the ritual, like yeah, like yeah. when I go, like I'm from old school church, so it was dang near a song. Father God, we come to you today, uh, asking you to love around. Wow, <laughs> lay down heavy laden burden. <laughs> okay, all right. So <laughs> not like I prayed like that at nighttime, but it still was very much so. I'm saying the things mm -hmm. I'm supposed to say yes. when I pray. They're very eloquent. They're very showy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely had to get out of there, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad that by the time I start feeling the push to pray again, I was just like, God, yo, yeah, I am sorry. I don't know where I've been. <laughs> I don't know what I've been doing, but clearly I'm off. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was talking like, and, and to be honest with you, like there are times when I'm pressing, and it's a different type of prayer. But 
my normal prayer, like when I'm just going throughout my day and I'm worried about something, it's just like, all right, God, like, I know. I like it's more so how I talk to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Your peoples. My peoples. Because he my peoples. That part. I'd be like, oh, you seen that guy. Deal with him. Because he about <laughs> to work my nerve. And <laughs> not you, but I'm just saying, just people in general. Jay- like we talk like Yeah. He might have good. That part. <laughs> <laughs> you you clown it. Jay said to Sherelle, oh Lord, nope, I lost it. Sorry. Okay. Oh no, Jay said to Sherelle, he's saying, nah, fam, sit down and get fed some more before you get with the Ain't man of God. Ain't nothing wrong with that. At all. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Sherelle said he okay. really is. Kevin's in the building. Kevin says, it can be challenging for me sometimes spiritually because I come from a household where no one went to church ever, but God was heavily embraced. As I'm older and learning about the spiritual journey, trying to Trying to go to church more, understanding worship, how to study. It's a scary process for me. I use the Bible app on my own, on my lunch breaks, at work, but it can be a lot to unpack. I'm very thankful for everything that has been open to me from Sierra Flint. I will say that, Kevin, not having that background and then being with Sierra, I know what church Sierra go to. So I do know that it, it can be a lot. It can be like, What's happening? Yo, this wild in here. Because that's my church, right? I, look, I've been in church. Yeah, my, my people. I've been in church my whole life and still was there like, whoa, <laughs> this is intense. But I do also know that when you're in that room, even though you want to understand it, what you feel is real. Yeah. And if you just embrace that, God will provide the understanding that you need. But in those moments where you're feeling something, just feel it. Whatever it feels like you should be doing, do it. Don't fight it. Because that's where I was when I first started going there, having no no church, just like him. And like I'm going there and my whole body is hot. And I want to cry, but I'm like, ain't nobody else crying? Like, what's, what's this? I want to shout. I want to throw my hands up. I want to scream. But my worship was look, starting to build up and look different than other people's. And I was like, mm, can't do that. So I suppressed it yeah. until God was like, all right, I got something for you. And he sent somebody to that church specifically for me and knocked me on my butt. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm in this thing now. So I, I think that there are things that we're not even meant to understand that we try to understand just because it feels foreign. But go with what you feel because what you feel ain't going to lead you wrong. Yeah. And honestly, it comes out of everybody different. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm going to say this analogy not to compare the two because they're not the same thing. But I'm just saying because I think this is something that I think most people understand. You know how like when some people drink, how it hit them differently? Somebody can get drunk and they want to fight. Another person get drunk, they want to sit in the corner, just kind of chill. Another person might get real emotional and cry, right? That times a million is the Holy Spirit, right? Like mm. when it hits you, you might, like me, I'm a crier. I ain't, I'm not going to do a backflip in the church. <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, scream. I'm going to cry. I'm going to just kind of sit there and get emotional and kind of like really take it in. Also, like when I'm hearing a sermon or a song, like I really got to tap in. You know what I mean? And maybe that's just my ADD. I can't mm-hmm. do a whole lot of, you know, I can't react and listen at the same time so yeah. a lot of times i gotta lock in so don't feel no pressure to do it anyway how you see it no, like brandy said yeah like brandy said go with what you feel and the most important thing is just don't fight the feeling mm-hmm. 
Don't fight the feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know something. So, um, we talked about. I can't remember who it was, but some I know. I think it was Charity who made a comment about, you know, we definitely feel tapped into a higher. She feels tapped into a higher power, but um, more so than being a part of an organized religion, right? I do feel in current context, like our day and age, like church looks real different. You know what I mean? Like the relationship between us and church looks real different too. I want to know on your guys' opinion, what are kind of the barriers? that people face now, like when it comes to getting closer to God, when it comes to strengthening our spiritual side, what are some of the barriers that stop us? Right. Especially not everybody don't want to go to church no more. That's I, that's a common thing I see. So why y'all answering that? <laughs> Sherelle says, so wait, all my prayers don't have to start with dear heavenly father. <laughs> Girl, no. Okay. <laughs> They're supposed to start with, oh, God. No. Jesus oh God, said they're we, supposed to start with, our Father, which are in heaven. Oh, God, we come to you today. Oh, God, oh, God, we just love you. No, I think that that's one. And I, who knows, right? But I believe that God just wants to hear from you. And it don't have to start with, dear Heavenly Father, oh, God, our Father, which are in heaven. Hail Mary, full of grace. None of that. Like, he just want to hear from you. And the yeah. fact that you're making the attempt to talk to him, he already knows what's in your heart. He already told us that. He's just waiting for us to ask and speak it out. So. I can't remember what the scripture is. I wish I really wish. But essentially, it was like, don't try to pray eloquently with all oh, these fancy words. Don't go words Babylon like the, like the, uh, like like the, the pagans. Like the pagans. Like the, I thought it was the Pharisees. <laughs> I don't know. It might be one of them. Like the I think Pharisees it's pagans. Do. Though. The pagans do. <laughs> like, just talk to me. Essentially, we're saying like, man, don't you don't got to do it like that. Just talk to me. Mm-hmm. Not that's a good point of reference. Open up your mouth. He just want to hear from you. He likes the sound of your voice, whatever way is coming out. Sometimes in uh, it's another scripture. You don't have to say nothing. It's just the wordless moanings and groanings of the spirit. Like, yeah. I don't even have the words right now, but God, I need you. Oh, Lord, help me. Any of that. It's all suffice. Just talk to him. I promise you. Candace says, yes, sir. I'm about to ugly cry. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> Charity says, I grew up in a Southern Baptist church and that left me a little jaded. Mm. Uh, we talked about that. We got to go back to that because we talked to that. Well, you can read the rest of the comments. But... Caitlin says, losing people you care about that are only used to old versions of you and not the new person you're trying to become. That's definitely a barrier. Mm. Um, I think you can speak to that, too, because that was something that we talked about a lot, too. Oh, my boy Tashani here. He said, I think my biggest barrier is fear of not being able to be myself around people at church slash finding the right church. That's real. So let me give you my. We got to go back to Kaylin's too, because I don't know if we're going to say that for the end or what, but we didn't go back to that. You're right. We got a lot of ground to cover. <laughs> and we already had hours. All right. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to address Tashani. That's my boy. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so I feel you on that, man. I'm And I'm being on, I'm being honest with you, bro. I still haven't found that, right? Like, I found a church that accepts me. I can wear what I want. I come in there. I can wear a snapback during praise and worship while singing on the praise team, right? But I'm so wired differently, right? And I knew that I didn't want to go to any building that I had to act like something. What's happening? Are we I'm off? sorry. I accidentally unplugged the audio. Go ahead. Are we back on? Yeah. <laughs> I need to, I don't know what they heard The computer is dying. All right. So essentially, all right, are we good? Yeah, it ain't dead, yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> you got me scared. I'm sorry. So um, essentially, I knew I didn't want to go to any church where I had to be something that I wasn't or put on a costume, put on a mask to perform for people, right? I wanted to be able to be myself, come here, grow spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel you on that, bro. It's it's so important that we find places where we can be ourselves and not feel pressure to just kind of fit the culture of the building, right? All right, if you hear, you got to say like this. I'll never forget. I went to a Bible study in college, and it was the first time I started developing my own relationship with God outside of, you know, just, just what I do on Sundays. Mm. And I was coming back to my home church that I grew up in on fire. I'm in there praying. I'm in there going crazy praying. And i never forget the pastor put me to the side and said, you've been praying with somebody else. I said, <laughs> what? He said, I keep hearing when you pray, you said, Father God. We don't say Father God here when we pray. We say da 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 da. And I said, "Huh? <laughs> like, like, oh, so there's a certain way I have to pray if I come here, mm-hmm. and it's little stuff like that that be like, yo, I'm not coming here. Like, I'm gonna just go talk to God on my own because it's not even about that. Or I remember one time I wore a hoodie. It was a different church's hoodie. I got it as mm-hmm. a gift, mm-hmm. and I wore it to a service. And they said, "What you doing wearing that here?" I said, what is this, a gang? <laughs> what is this, a gang? <laughs> it's a church. <laughs> I'm a member here, clearly. So what's the problem? And I can so there are certain churches that are just like, you can't you can't do this here, right? But then there are other churches where it's just not the it's not the culture. Like yeah. it's not really you can't do it here. It's just not how people there tend to worship. So for me, coming from a church where there is no designed way to worship, right? You can do, you can run around the church, you can fall out, you can scream, you can holler, whatever, to a church where it is more structured, right? And one of the things that my my old pastor and first lady all kept telling me is like, you're going to go over there and things are going to look different. This is not Zion, but you still need to be who God created you to be. You are an atmosphere shifter. So when you go there, don't let that change your worship. You have to change the atmosphere there. And that's something that really stuck with me. Like you don't have to conform to the environment of the church. Like you should be able to go to the church and be exactly who God created you to be. You have to listen and form because there are some things that we've, you know, picked up that ain't really appropriate. But I think if you're worshiping or if you wear a certain thing, if they're not, if everybody there doesn't look like that, that's that's okay to still go and be yourself. It's those churches that are like, no, you can't wear pants in here. That's the stuff that kind of throw me off. But if it's just not what everybody else is doing and there aren't really any rules. Yeah. Do you? There's some. How much? Yeah, we're not gonna be able to. How much? We're not gonna be able to plug that up. We did it before. Sorry, y'all. We trying to work out the. Because if the cord that we're using is also that what connects us to this. Yeah. How did we do it before? We we can't. So let's just get out of here. How much time is left on the battery? Mm, uh, It doesn't say time left, but it's five percent. So. All right. So check this out, because I feel like the enemy trying to creep in because we're making ground. Listen, from Kaylin's comment about uh, she feels like sometimes she'll be trying to get close to God. And here comes a relationship being a distraction to another person saying it's judgment of people finding a church where I could fit in. I was in a Southern Baptist church and turned me off. The common denominator is people. Mm -hmm. It's people. Right. 
they're God's biggest asset and also the enemy's biggest distraction, right? Whenever God needs to do something on this earth, he does it through people. The doctors in the hospital, the pastors in the pulpit, a friend, when he sends a word, he does it through people. The entire Bible, God did not send angels down to write that. He used people to speak through. Our entire Bible is written by that. And it's also one of the ways that the enemy uses to distract us because whenever you're trying to get close to him, he also sends people, Mm -hmm. the wrong people. Or the right people at the wrong time. Listen to me. (laughs) What you have to do is forego the distraction of people and get to God, yo, intimately for yourself. When you get closer to him, you'll feel when it's him and when it's not in the people that he sends, right? When you're close to God, he can't send nobody to you that don't line up. They won't even agree with you. Like where I'm at in my life, God forbid if we weren't together, but if if I had to be out here single, who I am right now, you can't just send anybody to me. We can't even be together. We don't we don't believe the same. Like we can't even agree. I can't have you come to me to church and be wondering why I'm crying and trying to say what's wrong. You don't get it. <laughs> and it's not always it's specifically to Kaylin's, it's not always that it's the wrong person because we're gonna we always gonna be honest. And for us, that was a struggle in the beginning. Like I knew he was the right person, but knowing that he was the right person, it started to become a distraction for me. Like I wanted to spend all of my time with him and I didn't want to talk about <laughs> that stuff all the, like I didn't want to talk about God in church all the time. Like I wanted to talk about him. I wanted to get to know him. I wanted to go out and have fun when I was supposed to be, I know this is my study time. I know I have Bible study. I know I have this, but I just want to be with him. So it's really about your conviction. I know I'm a man one day. I want to have sex. I want to do this. Period. (laughs) (laughs) I I wanted to. like, (laughs) Even though I knew what God was trying to tell me. So again, it just was, it also boils down to your faith and your conviction level. Like how bad do you want God? I know that because I wanted God real bad, that's why he sent him. So he could not become a distraction for me because I couldn't get so focused on the blessing that I forgot the blesser. Absolutely. The hard truth is when you want something, you go do it. Right. Like no one has to tell you to stop at a stop sign. I learned this in some study time today. Mm -hmm. You, when you stop at that stop sign it's because you believe it's the best thing for you. No one has to tell you, Hey, you know, you should stop. No. Cause you know, if you roll through that, you could get an accident. No one has to tell you to stop at a red light. Because you know if you roll through that red light, your butt might get hit. No one has to tell you to go to work because you know you want to pay your bills. You don't want to be out in the street. If you knew how important God was to you, if you knew how important it was that you grow spiritually, no one would have to tell you that. No one could drive you away from that. No one would make you push you away because you knew how important God was. So listen. This I know we had this. I hate that we have to wrap it up so fast. That's okay. The next episode is about asking questions, so we can take some. I want to end it on a prayer before we go. Absolutely. Is that cool? No, I pray all the time. It's your turn. You want me to pray right now? Okay. Yes, Father God, we come to you thanking you, God, for another opportunity to come before your people, Lord God. Thank you for the spirit of fellowship that you are developing here. Thank you for the ministry that is happening right now, oh God. Thank you for every open heart, Lord God. Thank you for every person who has a desire to connect with you, oh God. Remind them that it is not a formal way to come to you, that there is no right way or wrong way, Lord God. All we have to do is come and open and be 
open to letting you do the work, Lord God. You are waiting for your children to come back to you, Lord God, with open arms, just like the father in the story of the prodigal son, oh God. Welcome us back in your arms and celebrate us when we come back, Lord God. So we pray that through this podcast, Lord God, that somebody's heart is pricked and they turn and make their way back to you, oh God. That the question that they have, Lord God, that you answer them, that you supply them with everything they need, Lord God, to make it through whatever they are going to and to see your glory through it all. God, we give you glory, honor, and praise for all that you are doing and all the ways that you are moving. We trust you, God, and we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. I felt that. I was about to shout. And the camera's still going. Look at us. We making headway. Should we wrap it up or should we just keep talking? Uh, Since we took a camera, it's not it. the camera. It's the computer. And okay. we're at 2%. All right. So, <laughs> love y'all. Uh, listen, Ask R&B is our next episode we're doing. It's called Ask R&B. You can hit us with any subjects you want to. Hit us up on Facebook. Wherever you know us at, hit our inbox up. All things are anonymous. We're not going to mention your name, but we want to talk specifically to you, uh, the people that rock with us, our faithful. So hit us up wherever you know us at. Our email address, if you want, what they never told us pod at gmail.com. Sherelle said, go get the charger. We ain't done. If if we can figure out a way to charge the MacBook and come back, we will come back. So just stay on. Like, look out for us for like 10 minutes. If we can figure out a way to charge it and let our audio run, we will come back. Okay. All right. Love y'all. All right. Hold on. We love love. Y'all should love love. Too. Peace. Peace. God, we was doing a podcast. Look. <laughs>